1: so you know it's recovering from alcoholism sorry (laughs) you're right this is not yay recovery yeah no this is
0: this is not barstool sports
1: barst so barstool sports was originally like i don't know what it was originally it just seems like this it seems like a drunk world star like what my
0: ex-brother-in-law
1: thought like the chive
0: it's like what my ex-brother-in-law thought was the height of comedy
1: it's not really that funny
0: no, I mean, I guess sometimes every once in a while, but you know.
1: Right. Every once in a while. You know, I was thinking about this. Uh, I was thinking about recovery and I was thinking about the. Um... Were you now? Were you? <laughs> well, I was thinking about the topic that you that you suggested for this week, which is can't never did a thing. Right. And the first thing that popped into my head was the uh, Aerosmith song from Armageddon. Love it. Oh, never did a thing. And I feel like Armageddon, Um, it came in a time where I was much more vulnerable to those kinds of things. Like I knew it was kind of a cheesy movie. Yeah. But I would get caught up in the Michael Bay epicness.
0: How How old were you then? Like
1: 30? I don't know. I was just fucking with you. I was old enough. 30. Was I? I don't know. When did that come out? 1998?
0: I was in my 20s. 22 or 23 yeah but anyway so no but uh, so that came up and i was like
1: can't you know uh, there's a lot of c words right i mean coup capital building cancel culture right like, any number of things could could work right um but it it kind of felt like you know when you've ever been in a meeting and there's like the old guy who won't shut up about Things outside of recovery, and everybody's like, we're all trying to have a discussion about something that's important to all of us, and we're all here for a purpose and a reason. And people will politely ask him to, you know, stay on topic or politely ask him to, you know, like, let's, let's keep it, you know, let's talk about alcoholism here. Let's talk about the important thing at hand. And everybody here is trying to help everybody, and you seem to be unhelpful until finally you just have to tell them, like, you can't come to this fucking meeting anymore. Maybe you Never can go to another to meeting. It's so specific. Has that <laughs> happened to you? Not in, not to that extent. Because usually people get it that like we're here. This forum is here to be used for you know a certain thing. There are rules. Even yeah. in Alcoholics Anonymous, there are rules in the meeting. And if right. you don't follow the rules, you know I think another term is terms of service. Then you got to. I think AA
0: rules. is all rules right for it's
1: it's all rules it's all i mean the whole thing is about 12
0: oh no there's steps there's suggestions
1: suggestions and steps i mean but yeah Yeah. but you know um and and i think what i love too you posted something in your instagram stories about self will run riot yeah and i don't you know again we don't need to go any of the specifics of anything but i feel like because we don't we don't need to everybody knows what the fuck happened something big happened i don't know (laughs) um (laughs) um but i just i was like it is it is self will run riot Mm -hmm. and like and i want to get back you know to the original topic to our to our our letter today but like when when there is zero Mm self-reflection Then you can't even begin the work of working on yourself right Right. of changing anything right you know i mean i don't know i don't necessarily have a question in there but it's like i think that's what self will run riot is and i think that that was the conclusion that you and i came to was yeah this the choices i am making are not working anymore um and that i need to find some other way and you know the whole higher power thing doesn't always work for everybody, and I think no. that that's why that's why there's a book of suggestions, right? That's why whatever those are, because we weren't we were not working on any suggestions. It was just like whatever I feel is right, and I'm just gonna fucking do it, and I have no right. plans.
0: And that's self will. It's like whatever makes you feel good in the moment is what propels mm-hmm. you and fuels you to keep doing whatever you're doing. That's self will. And when it Mm. runs riot, it's absolutely like whatever is making me feel good in this moment is pretty much in charge. Everybody else can fuck off. You know what I
1: mean? (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, have you, has it ever, do you, do you remember, I mean, has there ever been a time where drinking um, fulfilled the promises that it made to you? I mean... (sighs) Oh, not
0: really. I mean, maybe by getting drunk. Yeah. It promised it was going to get me drunk and then I got drunk, but no, no lifelong promises, just little self-will run riot promises. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry about the dogs barking. It's just that kind of day.
1: That's fine. I'm not, you know, I mean, these are, it's um, music to my ears. Those here.
0: dogs are fucking self-will run riot right <laughs> now. That's all they care about
1: is, <laughs> is barking. Yeah. Um, but, uh, can't never did a thing do you want to maybe expand a little bit on it's
0: like my dad's famous quote it's like a wagner my grandfather used to say it it's like whenever you would he'd be like you got to try and do this and i'd be like i can't do this and he'd be like can't never did a thing which basically the whole idea is that if you keep telling yourself you can't do it it's not going to do shit for you you know Mm -hmm. the self-defeating attitude will not you know will not um pay off in the end you know it's like, if you don't even try, how do you know you can't do it? That's what my dad always said. How, how are you so convinced of you not being able to do something hmm. without even trying it at all? That's what it was, you know? And I just thought, see, that's pretty funny. My little brother has it tattooed across his chest. That's Can't yeah. never do the thing. It's a motivator.
1: Right. Yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, I'm going to make a, a pretty obvious or um, predictable analogy. And talk about running for a second, but
0: did um... you run? <laughs> yeah, I ran well, yesterday.
1: Are you back? How's your How's your neck?
0: It's all right. I gotta go see the Cairo again on Tuesday with a mask on. It's rad getting your shit all cracked up with a mask on. Love it. That's sarcasm.
1: <laughs> um. Well, I'm sure it'll be fine. I mean, yeah, whatever. You know, I had to go to the dentist the other day. That happened to me. I had somebody they they just cut a a hole in the
0: mask (laughs) open the mask
1: (laughs) just no no I took it off they have this thing that comes down over your face or close Mm -hmm. to your face not over it but close to it and it just sucks air so it's
0: whoa that's pretty cool what'd you go to the dentist for
1: I'm just getting a cleaning. I just get oh, some, yeah. Nothing, um, no
0: emergency, nothing. No,
1: no, no emergency. And um, they did a um, fluoride treatment in the back teeth just because there's some, some decay and they're trying to stop that decay. And rather than have to drill into three of my teeth, which God knows how much that costs. And I really don't want, I mean, I feel like dental tooth pain is its own personal special place in hell like yeah it is dude it's it's um it's never been i've never been a fan i mean i remember when i chipped my tooth on a slivered almond and a salad i was eating one time and it scared mm-hmm. the shit out of me because it was a lot of the tooth yeah and like but the tooth didn't hurt but it was all gone like i i was like oh my god that's a lot of tooth and so That was the first time I had to get like, that's your other podcast.
0: Oh my God. That's a (laughs) lot of tooth with John Staley.
1: Um, and I, 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 I just remember thinking like that was before I quit drinking too. And I didn't really, it didn't occur to me that my dental health would be in, in any way related to my drinking. Yeah. But, um, I just remember going to the dentist the next morning because I was so terrified because I knew how bad tooth pain can be,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: it was that, and I didn't matter, I didn't care how much it cost or how I was going to pay for it. I was just going to go do it, and that was just my life, you know, would be the the dental bill or whatever. But, um, but it was in those moments of personal pain that I was like, oh shit, I got to do something, and and mm-hmm. to find out that all of the drinking, and it's not just the drinking, right? It's the excessive eating and the sugar and the soda.
0: Well, not brush your teeth where you go to bed. So you fucking drink a shitload of hard liquor and then eat mm-hmm. a bag of chips and then a couple of marshmallow peeps and then just fall asleep. <laughs> Sounds like you know what I'm saying? I, like I yeah. That. So it's just fucking your shit all up, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But I think the going back, I got I got sidetracked there, but the analogy we're talking party? about running. Yeah. Well when you talk about can't never did a thing I didn't know what I was doing when I started and I've come to this realization recently. So I've been doing this on and off for almost two years now. Yeah. Year and a half maybe
0: what's that running,
1: running. Yeah. And I didn't know what I was doing. So I would just go out there and then maybe I'd learn a little something else and I'd be like, oh, okay. So this is, so my, I'm moving my legs incorrectly. So I should move them like this. I'm not doing this right. So change this up. And it's progressed and progressed and progressed and I've learned some things, but I think there's a bit of detriment to listening to too many people because I feel like I am sometimes when I'm out there now and I'm trying to like focus on all the different things and is my back straight and is am I leaning forward mm-hmm. and am I, am I pulling my legs up instead of kicking them and all this stuff, I've kind of lost like that it was just fun to go out there and do it. And instead I'm constantly trying to, and I feel like I am more, the more I learn, the more I realize my limitations. And so when I get out there and I start doing things, I'm like, I'm I'm not doing it right. And I'm not doing it this way. And I'm not doing it this way. ah, This is not fun. I should just quit. Whereas before I was just kind of, I didn't know what the can't was. I didn't know that I couldn't do this and couldn't do that. And so, Maybe, and I'm not saying that not I'm not saying that want somebody shouldn't seek help if they're dealing with alcoholism, because I think it's an important step.
0: Yeah, I think that's a really that's yeah, but that's like the most important, I think.
1: I think if you spend too much time overthinking how you're doing it right and that your sobriety or recovery isn't perfect or up to some outside standard. That it's not going to hold, it's not going to solidify, it's not gonna be something that will be consistent and regular.
0: Oh, it's a really good point. You'll fuck it up because you're not living in the moment, right? Mm-hmm. So like your whole point is that like when you were running, you weren't concentrating on doing the shit you're supposed to that you think you're supposed to be doing, the run was better because you were in the moment of running. Like you're experiencing your body doing what it's supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. You're experiencing everything around you, the movement of your body, the rhythm of your steps and everything. You were not thinking my back's not straight, my feet aren't, you were just in it. And it's the same thing I think with recovery is that when I personally, from my experience, when I get bogged down into program shit and I'm like, oh, I'm not doing the program right or Oh, I'm not working my steps right. Or, oh, I only got to my fifth step and didn't even finish that. What kind of fucking recovery do to my, like, I'm not living my life. I'm just sitting here trying to figure out the steps. And I think the whole idea of best steps or in working steps in recovery is to live in the steps instead of just, do you know what I'm saying? Instead of just Mm -hmm. sitting there worrying about fucking old Jimmy Two-Tone over there who's been at fucking seven meetings this week, you know, telling you that if you don't work the steps right, you're going to fucking die. You know, mm-hmm. even though you've been coming to these stupid rooms now for fucking six years, you know, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, but that, but that, that's the trap of the rooms. and That's the trap of the human mind too, though, is that you spend so much time worrying about the technique instead of just enjoying it for what it is, you know?
1: And yeah. And, and trying to, and there's a whole nother, you know, there's, there's layers of this stuff because we are dealing with externalities right now,
0: right? Yeah. That we can't
1: control I'm,
0: everything's <laughs> fucked up right now. If you're in early recovery right now, you get so many fucking, pro- if you're just in recovery in general, you get props for not relapsing. Cause this whole mm-hmm. thing is a fucking shit show if you're paying attention. And even if you're not paying attention, you're just living life. Like the isolation, if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, the isolation alone is a motherfucker. Right. dude. You know, I got right. really lucky that I got to move into a house with eight other people. You know, there's nine human beings in this house. <laughs> and uh under any other circumstance it would be like kind of rough stressful and four dogs oh, but but you don't
1: you don't feel that way
0: not at all because i'm not alone But <laughs> i was making and all of it was great but we weren't we were with each other but there was also just us three in our little island and we were alone you know what mm. i mean and now i'm here with my parents and my parents my family, they've all. Everybody in this house has had COVID except for my family, except for me and Megan and Olive, us three. Mm-hmm. We're, we're still COVID negative. They've all had it. They've all um recovered. They so they call themselves day walkers. My mom's like, I'm a day walker, <laughs> so I can go to fries. She's like, you want me to go to fries and get you some frozen fruit? I'm a day walker, and so even my sister was like, you know, you have to understand that your dad, my dad, and her husband, they're essential workers, so they're out in the public and and it is like they could potentially bring it back in and I'm like I don't think it works that way because they've already had it right so mm-hmm. we can get into the the minutia of the disease or whatever but basically the point is I live with a bunch of daywalkers who I get to experience the outside world through do you know what I mean so they'll go out and do stuff they're not out partying or going to restaurants but they'll run errands go to the grocery right, store right yeah you should take me to the fucking chiropractor and then I was like I had reservations cuz I'm like mom I don't want to get covid from the chiropractor my mom's like no she's a daywalker she already had it too like the whole staff had it like everybody here has had it, right? Like I'm the outsider right now because I haven't had it. And thank God I haven't, I don't wanna get it, it's awful. But um, my point is I'm not alone and being isolated this part of time, like for you, I think about you a lot and I get annoyed, man. Like half the time I don't wanna do this fucking podcast. I wanna go do life shit. My sister's driving down from Phoenix, I'm stressing cause she's gonna pull up any minute. And I'm like, I've already put this podcast off a few times and had to move it around. Like, let me just do this podcast and then I'll go and sit in the back of my sister. But when I start talking to you, I feel grateful. And I also think about you because I know you're all low. Like who's your, your, your bubbles. Like Walter is that even, I don't even I know see if him once brother.
1: every couple of weeks. Yeah, so like there's a, there's definitely a quarantine period in between.
0: Right. Because and Walter I, is Tom Cruise, dude. He's risky fucking business. Come on. I love Walter, <laughs> but you know, Walter does dude.
1: you know, risky business. So it's risky business. dude. Um, you know, yeah. You know, and I have, I have, I, I see Nabil and he's pretty much isolated and you know mm-hmm. like anyway, and then you know I occasionally see Rashida, so I see these three people. Right. Very small bubble though. So very small. Mm-hmm. And then you and talk right. to me
0: via Zoom, and I'm like, I don't want to fuck. I'm gonna quit the podcast. Fuck this. I got shit to do. I'm trying to build my dream house what the fuck you know or i have to finish this commission painting and keep painting Mm -hmm. so everybody doesn't think i'm lazy because i can't tattoo and i'm in a house full of people who all have jobs except for my mom and me and my mom's job is running the house you know what i mean my wife Mm -hmm. is working on her real estate my daughter's in zoom school and i'm just fucking around being like i can't tattoo because i'm afraid to get covid and then like i'm all scared about that and i'm like worried that i look lazy and i'm like i'm not lazy a, I don't like tattooing anymore, but I'll still do it to pay bills. Do you know what I mean? It's not the worst job in the world. I've had no. way worse jobs. That being said, so I, in my mind internally, I have to keep myself busy all the time. So I have to be out in the garage. So I'm out in the garage like six hours a day, just painting, just trying to do commissions. You know, um, I guess my point is kind of, I don't know. I kind of went off on a tangent there, but <clears throat> Well, yeah. I run and I paint, dude. I run and I paint <laughs> and I try to lift weights. I don't and think these think runs down lazy. here are wild. I don't think and I'm lazy either. I just the the fucked up part of my brain is like mm-hmm. get cracking, Wagner. Well, Sit we were talking about
1: isolation and recovery in no that job <laughs> that you don't you don't feel you don't feel the isolation. Um, no, not really. I guess I feel it sometimes because now, mm-hmm. especially that there's no work at all. Like before, right. it would be like I would be able to like work once a week, and there was mm-hmm. some sort of external schedule. Like, there'll be days where I'm just like, it's just weird, man. Yeah. Like, and I'll get like, up early and I'll read and I'll write in my book and I'll go for a run or, you know, plan to like drive out to the beach and go film some sandpipers and seagulls. And then I'll drive back and like, that's my day. And I get the same thing in my head where, gosh, I should have done something. Should I have been productive? What did I create? What did right. I do? What did I produce? Did I? And I'm like, Honestly, I mean, and this is not the podcast for that, but I think that's some fucking bullshit consumerism, capitalistic mindset that serves no purpose other than to stress me out when I'm really just trying to enjoy my life. Right, right. No, I think it spits in the podcast though, because mm-hmm. the old
0: way we used to try to enjoy our lives was by fucking an- anesthetizing consuming. ourselves and naked, yeah. yeah, consuming shit to knock ourselves out. The yeah. same could be said for having a job that you hate doing. Mm -hmm. you know you're just knocking yourself out no that being said i don't think everybody out there can go and live their dreams because dreams are weird and the world is cruel it's not like you can go out and be like i'm gonna be a fucking interpretive dancer and you got four left feet it's just not gonna happen you know Maybe you can dance alone in your room. I don't know. You got to find the time to do the things you love, I guess. I don't know. Dreams are weird with, and
1: the world is cruel. The new it's chapter. It's true. It is, I know, right?
0: It's That should just be what our <laughs> podcast should be called. Because at this point, I don't know if I have recovery licked, but I'm like, okay, what else can I say to these people out here who are getting sober? I'm like, you just got to, it's not even about being happy. I've said that a billion times. It's about being content and being, feeling like, okay, in your own skin. And I still don't feel okay in my own skin most of the time. But when I do, I'm like. Oh, maybe this is it like maybe this is recovery is that i feel okay in my own skin like i don't feel like i'm wearing a pair of pants or the crotch is a little too high which is usually how i feel
1: isn't that wasn't that life, lyndon, dude. lyndon johnson isn't there like that's one of my favorite leech jumbo um my leaked uh uh political um phone calls is lyndon johnson tom by to taylor mm-hmm. <laughs> talking about how his balls get all snagged in the he's uh, like
0: make room for my balls yeah Lyndon Johnson's calls Dick Jumbo and would just like Did take he? it out. Yeah, yeah. He would just take it out. They'd be at a meeting. He'd, he had this giant dick and he'd be like, bam, I'm Lyndon Johnson. Hell yeah, I had my predecessor killed. Look at my giant dick. <laughs> that's what I think. I think he had JFK killed. That's a that's my conspiracy. Remember conspiracies used to be funny like that? You're like, oh, yeah. CIA killed JFK. Now it's nah, Anyway.
1: Anyway. Um, Anywho.
0: That, you that's, know, we had, there's already enough podcasts for that shit. <sighs>
1: I just listened to one today in the garage, so I'm good. So, so, so let's let's talk about that in a different way, because what I see here, what mm-hmm. I see is a lot of, um, regardless of how you feel about what's happening in the world and where you lie and who you are upset and angry at, um, right? So, and and whether or not your anger is justified. Mm-hmm. These still, these feelings, these emotions and these thoughts collectively still reside factually as resentments.
0: Yeah, yo, that's a good tie-in, right? <laughs> At a, all and whatever... When we're done with this, I'm going to go out and tell my dad, yo, John just fucking <laughs> tied in the storming of the Capitol and these conspiracy theorists and Trump supporters to resentments. My so... mom, not to interrupt, but my no, mom no, no, the other ahead. day, we're having this conversation and I was talking to Olive and I was like, you know, Olive, here's the shitty thing about high school is they don't give you a class to teach you how to pay your taxes. They don't give you a class to teach you how to manage your money. They don't give you a tax, like all these classes that do real life shit. Right. And my mom like was listening. She goes, you know what? They should give a class to all these kids on 12 steps. They should teach them about the 12 steps, but just leave out the God stuff, but just teach them how to like walk all that shit back. So they learn the emotional shit about themselves. And my tie in is that if these people who fucking were wiling out in the capital had been working the twelve step. They'd realize that they were being fucking bamboozled. <laughs> well, they do you know they, what they, I'm they say they it like
1: call their sponsor before yeah, they got their on the res- bus and
0: like do a four step. Like, could you imagine? Like, like do a four step on a Q drop. Like, what the fuck, dog? I like, mean. D- the four step on fucking my, on, on Trump. Like I remember when I was doing my four step and my sponsor was like, you, you could do it on Trump. And I'm like, there's, I already severely fucked that guy. No, we're not doing, maybe I should have done a four step on Trump.
1: It's not too it... late. I mean, I, I just. No, I... it's too late, John. That ship has sailed. <laughs> I, well, so that's, but that's I, the I thing should... that these mm-hmm. resentments, regardless my resentments, because I mean. Mm-hmm. I, I like to play it off cool on the mic. Like I got it all figured out, but I'm yeah, just- Yeah, got it
0: figured out. You're wild. Man. I
1: was fucking terrified on Wednesday. I yeah. was angry on Thursday. Mm-hmm. I had a certain level of fucking schoidenfroden mm-hmm. on Thursday or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck it was. Yeah. I'm, I am I do my best. I love- I. My ultimate goal is to be able to look at the world with curiosity mm-hmm. and without judgment. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case because- a Lot of this shit is fucking hilarious, makes me laugh, makes me angry, makes me mm-hmm. really, really, really deeply sad. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. yeah, because I see this stuff that's going on, but it's it's these resentments. So if I'm angry, that's my resentment toward Trump, toward Q, toward any of this stuff. I still need to deal with that because I can't change that person. I can't change Q. No, Who's gonna be Q. Right.
0: It's going to be so, some asshole who runs 8chan and his little fucking whack-off buddy. This is what bums me out about all of it, and this will go right back into recovery, I think, is that it's, it's such a waste of potential. Mm-hmm. The potential we have as human beings, the potential we have as individuals to make life better for everybody around us and actually not, not live in self-will but live in selflessness and like look around and see how you can help people around you we have so much potential to do that shit and we don't none of us do i don't i'm part of it except big difference to me is i'm not pooping in the halls of the capitol yelling about <laughs> donald trump you know i'm over here in my garage painting being pissed off about serenity prayer shit about shit i cannot change here in my garage mm-hmm. I, I can vote in my local elections you know but all that big shit that all those ding-dongs did that's them man i can't change them and just their potential is so wasted it's just such wasted potential dude like we could do we we could have had some rad shit by now if people had just gotten their shit together you know instead of being mad about guns and gay people and whatever other thing you know made up benghazi shit man we could have figured that shit out we'd be so gangster right now everybody would just be happy not even mm-hmm. happy we just be content eating quinoa yeah. Free blowjobs on Saturdays, man.
1: you know. Quinoa is good.
0: Yeah, quinoa I, is I pretty mean... good. Little Mrs. Braggs in it. <laughs>
1: Woo, dude! Some so, hot sauce. Dude, so I agree with you, man. Like the potential is there, and I think right. that, again, it is. It is a incum- come. It is incumbent upon me to look at my potential. It isn't. It right. was incumbent upon me at the time to see that there was a problem and to take steps to fix it. Mm-hmm. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and part of those steps that I have found is this notion of service and that we have to, whether it's, it doesn't have to be, and this is something that really relieved me of a lot of pressure was that it was like, service doesn't have to be directly. It's not, it's not, you're in, you're, you're, you're a soldier in AA. And, you know, now that you've been sponsored, you need to go get and like, (laughs) right,
0: right. We're just getting bill W drops
1: right and bill, bill <laughs> the, w dropped the, the bill w drop you know yeah um so so but what has happened is that has happened in some organic ways with me that i appreciate just from mm-hmm. existing but i have found other ways to be of service to people and whether or not you doing what you're doing you're out there painting to make money so you are working right. now right just because you get paid differently than you used to doesn't mean it's not work
0: i understand that yeah and you know? i appreciate the reassurance that's just more of a mental hang-up on my own part because my whole life it's bad it has been clear to me in these past few weeks of how much i really fucked things up with my alcoholism it really has and how much i need to forgive myself about those things because i did i fucked a lot of things up here and i need to like I needed to get in there and realize that. And then at that same point, be like, okay, so are you going to fuck it up again? Don't fuck it up again. How about that? That's the best way you can prove to everybody around you that you're not a fuck up is by not fucking it up, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. And I forgot all about that. I forgot all, I didn't forget about it. I just kind of, it's, it makes me feel bad. So I sweep it under the rug, you know, like I had this previous opportunity before with a house here and I drank it. I drank that house, man. And I bounced and went up Tucson's not for me. I'm too sad. I'm going back to where my favorite bars are. And I went back to Eugene. And so now yeah. that we're working on this other house, they're like, well, you know, what reassurance do I have that you're not going to fucking bounce again and just go back to Eugene or real, you know, my brother-in-law straight up is like, what re what reassurance do I have that you're not just going to flat out relapse and fucking take off? You know, like what reassurance do I have of that? And I'm like, you have none. I'm not going to, I can't bullshit you. I can't sit here and be like, that'll never happen. Cause I don't know what's going to happen you know what I'm saying? But it's no. also, I'm like, but also keep in mind, I'm not on the edge of relapse every time you talk to me. I'm I'm no. rarely, I haven't been since I've gotten sober on the edge of relapse. No, it's just, but any reassurance I make also, I realize now is bullshit. Like I can't bullshit anybody here and be like, everything's is- going to be great. I'm going to be great. I'm just like one day at a time, dog. That's how we're going to roll
1: with this. But that is the reassurance, Jerry, mm-hmm. is that you are, you just said it. You're like, I can't bullshit anybody. So yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. So yeah. in the, like, if, if relapse is down here, mm-hmm. your first step down, you're probably going to be like, Hey man, I'm not feeling great. Right. Oh, okay, cool. Well, right. you know, thanks for, thanks for sharing. What else, you know, and you, all that stuff. So, I mean, I think that's part of the, the, the assurance because it's not the relapse I don't think for you is going to happen in an instant.
0: No, it's not like tomorrow i wake up and be like, all this weird craft beer my brother-in-law has sure looks delicious because it still right. looks like farts to me.
1: <laughs> yeah. It but, does, dude. There's so I, much
0: booze in this house. It's hilarious. I think
1: about it the same way. I've got tons of booze. There's champagne. There's gin. There's mm-hmm. like some weird ass. There's some. There's some mezcal called Chemo <laughs> Like, is it spelled like chemotherapy? I don't know. No, oh. but it's just. Um, but uh, <laughs> that I mean, was I'm funny, just man. like. But I think that like. I don't think that it's going to happen that way for me. I'm not saying that I'm, I am immune to it.
0: No, neither of us are bulletproof. And we we're both really aware of that. And but I think about bulletproof it. in
1: recovery, dude. Like, yeah. Hey, you know, I would, it would probably happen a little bit here and a little bit there and a little bit here. And then it might be, have that one beer. And, but even if I had that one beer, I would be like, I got to fucking, I got to get back on track because I know the better track. And so I think the fact that you are open and honest with your family, and that you are, you know, open and honest with yourself about how you feel more than you've ever been before, more than you were when you bounced the last time. Like Mm -hmm. that's the assurance that, like, yeah, you know what? I feel shitty, um, but I don't want to feel shitty. Or does that make sense? I don't. No, it absolutely makes sense.
0: There's a lot more checks and balances here too. Right. You know. I've spent most of my life like fucking my family over, to be honest with you. I really did. And this isn't like peel back the onion layers, Jerry Wagner, but like I did, man, and being here reminds me of like how bad, not how bad, but just how much I kind of fucked with my family growing up and fucked them over because of alcoholism, unchecked anger, unchecked mental illness, all that shit, you know, and as I get older and more sober i realize that shit but i can't be mad at myself and i catch myself getting i get real pissed at myself i'm like man you really you're gonna be 46 this year you really squandered a lot of your shit you know and then i have to really check that voice and be like nah, man like you're actually doing better than you've ever done in your 40s so good for you dude don't worry about it you know Mm -hmm. um But, you know, that being said, there's still potential here. I haven't fucked up so bad that I'm, you know what I mean, that I'm, I'm deplorable and can no longer be touched or worked with. Nothing, nothing, no one is unsalvageable, you know, yeah. unless you're Donald Trump, fuck you. But no, I'm just kidding. I can't do it. You can edit that out. <laughs> but no, I don't think most people are unsalvageable. Even the people listening to this, that you all have potential. If you're listening to this and still drinking and wanting to quit drinking, you have the potential to do that. And then from there, it just branches out and you have more potentials. Once you start to sober up and work a program of recovery, even if it's your own personal, you don't got to do AA, you don't got to do NA. You don't got to do any of that shit. If you don't want to, you just got to be honest with yourself and check yourself and realize it's not all about you. And that the whole program is like, be honest with yourself, check yourself, be selfless, you know, help out other people, be kind and realize that it's not about you the world is bigger than you and you mm-hmm. live in the world currently currently you know. yeah i mean so I, the, there's potential everywhere man it's all out there and i didn't realize that till i got sober you know
1: yeah and i think that too you're i mean you're not deplorable obviously your family has invited you to live with them again yeah i'm living
0: in this tiny child's room with all these weird stickers on the wall like you know if you I mean? were
1: if you were this that would not have been an option had you been yeah drug jerry would have been here two weeks and been out
0: He would have been like, we're getting a fucking apartment, South Tucson in a flea bag because I got to hit bars, you know, and Mm -hmm. my parents would have been like, good luck, you know, just looking at me and my family being like his poor family, you know, and now at this point, they're like, no, we have this property, build a house, let's do this, you know, so now we're doing that, you know, so yeah, so, you know, I don't know, man, this has been good for me so far. The Mm -hmm. runs have been good too. And here I am telling you how great it is. And you're like, yeah, I saw Walter. (laughs) Tell me about I saw your, walter mints
1: you know tell me about your walter. Tell, me, tell me about your runs i want to hear about your runs dude. these
0: runs are weird right because i know i don't know how you do it in sonoma but in oregon i ran loops i always ran a big yeah. loop i love loops i don't like running straight lines i don't like right. running and then turning around and running back That's not my favorite that's yeah. the only way i could run right now because of how far north we are in the desert it's not really very incorporated like i'm literally running past ranches and shit like i'm running in the desert you know which mm-hmm. is beautiful, but it's a lot of straight lines. And so the other day, I, I keep trying to find connecting streets that'll connect to the two main roads that run. And the great part is the two main roads that run parallel to each other on both sides of us, you know, the north, south and the east, west, they're all a mile apart. So if, if I start off on like this road here and run down to the next intersection, that's almost exactly a mile. So you can run the whole block and it's, four mi- it's a four-mile run. I have one of those. Yeah, it's rad. So I've been mm-hmm. trying to find connecting streets, though, that will shorten it. So I'm not so much on the shoulder because Tucson people drive like wild animals. Then so I don't want to die that. I don't want to get hit by a car. So are I've you been try
1: Are go you ahead. are you running toward traffic? Because you should yes. be running opposite of it. OK. All right.
0: Yeah, I, I run towards traffic. Yeah. So I can see the motherfucker coming. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. OK, go ahead. But I'm, but the shoulders get small regardless. Yes. And People, even when they see me, will be like looking at fucking Ooh. Instagram yeah (laughs) dude you get a titty text on your phone you want to see the titty you know what i'm saying like i get it or or a dick pic or whatever your jam is but Mm -hmm. this is a long story i was taking this run down sunkist road which it it connects to this other road and uh part of it's unincorporated it's all horse land it's all ranch land and shit and this giant fucking coyote comes running across the wash and he's big like german shepherd big and he was about like maybe 50 yards away. And so I had to stop and let him like run. And it kind of freaked me out because in my mind being from you living in Eugene, Oregon, there's not, I got to worry about the errant dog, but mm-hmm. this one I'm like, yo, is this animal going to stalk me? And then my brain had to be like, no, he looks very well fed. He's as big as a German shepherd and look fat. Like he's like, he wants nothing to do with <clears> you. You're too bony to eat anyway. Mm-hmm. But I still like thought about it and you can see it on my Fitbit where the run where I stopped and my pace stopped to a walk because I was like, as soon as I got about a hundred yards from, um, from where I thought he was, I took off running and turned around and there he was in the middle of the road, like watching me, you know, but it's just very bizarre to be running out here, John, like just wildlife. Dude's just, yeah. I, I'm excited for when you come down because it's pretty crazy, man. There's some yeah quail family of quail rabbits.
1: Yeah. Coyotes things. are not gonna, they will, they don't attack humans. Like, like it's in the single digit percentages right. and it's of only- course yeah it's only like to defend themselves or if they're absolutely fucking like desperate, desperate. I think desperate, I was doesn't.
0: less scared of it being a coyote and more scared of it being a rancher's dog that got out.
1: Right. 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 Cause
0: if it was a German shepherd that got out, well, that's my ass. Cause he's like, mm-hmm. yo, get off my dirt road. What do you do around my dirt road? Mm-hmm. You know, but it, it the runs have been good. They've been a lot of straight lines. I'm mm-hmm. right next to a big circuit. That's like a 10 mile circuit. It's a big trail that goes in a big loop but I still have to run a mile down to get to it. And I, you know, it's not a small loop. It's a big loop, but it's a beautiful, I mean, you go, you know, you're in the desert and it's like a bike path running path. Um, I got really lucky out here, man. Really yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really, yeah. it really is. It's really nice. And as soon as COVID comes down, maybe I can start actually hiking where other people hike. Because I'd like to start hiking again too, but see, and this is where recovery gets me, right? Like I won't be outside walking around.
1: <laughs> this was not this would not be old jerry
0: old jerry was like 220 pounds smoking a pack of cigarettes and getting my like fucking super winded from going you know uphill and i know it's gonna get hot here too it's gonna get hot for all of us again but it's gonna get hot well i think like, well, i ain't running buddy
1: i go out to the parks and there's people out there but mm-hmm. everybody kind of fucking masks up as we yeah yeah the next by no and... one does
0: here dude they don't give oh. a fuck dude arizona's weird man
1: but um but yeah, I mean, that's all I do. And there's usually like, I'm on, I'm not, I'm rarely, am I on some narrow path where I actually have to be anywhere near anybody. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't know what the situation is or how comfortable you feel, but I mean, it's totally different, but I mean, I think that hiking in like parks and stuff is probably Mm going to be the, the least um, unsafe thing. It's going to be the safest thing. Oh, it should be
0: absolutely safe. I know that. I, I'm just, um, I just don't want to be around motherfuckers right now. I really don't.
1: I really don't. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Um, but I just see. You know, you talk about potential, and you talk about you know your brother-in-law saying, "What's the guarantee?" And you're like, "I don't." I mean, there's no guarantee except I want to be here. That yeah, I, I'm. I'm happy here, and that I mm-hmm. want to make. I want to have a life here, and and I just ran five miles this fucking morning, and I don't. I haven't. That's you know the person who was here before the person who i remember being on the phone with trying to fix a fucking ceiling fan with a yeah. bottle of whiskey and a screwdriver holy like, shit dude. i have this like i have this weird memory of you in that house and like having a phone call you know, i got to fix this fucking ceiling fan and just being and i just pictured you in this fucking i don't know why but i just imagined the house being completely bare and no. just like a bottle <laughs> of whiskey much, on dude. the counter yeah mm-hmm with the hey, the, and... the
0: box said it was a three-hour job and it was a six-hour job <laughs> i even had one of my friends call me and she's like yo i'll come get you we're having a pool party with a bunch of girls and stuff and i'm like a married man but i'm like yeah i'll go hang out with a bunch of girls and drink whiskey i'll be done putting this fan in an hour and a half mm-hmm. cut to like six hours later and i'm fucking shit-faced and i'm like stefan is barely hanging on by like a hope yeah, yeah that was awful
1: so i think that that juxtaposition and maybe your brother-in-law and that's the thing is like the people around us who maybe we haven't seen in a while who or Mm -hmm. maybe who only sees us seen us peripherally or Mm -hmm. via social media in his mind you're still the fucking drunk guy yeah i got Uh, sober
0: at his house dude
1: i used to drink at his bar right it was one of my
0: bartenders yeah
1: so he you know maybe it's still maybe he's still unconvinced and not that you have to and not that your sobriety or your happiness is based on convincing him, but he's mm-hmm. just being straight up, right? Nah, it's just, just being, being cautious. Honest. Yeah. There's money yeah. involved in this shit. And it's, yeah. It's, yeah. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, the only thing you can say is I'm here and I'm doing it. And that's, I mean, you know, and not that's English it. My mm-hmm. assurance either, but like, but yeah, I mean, that's just, that's how I, I would see it. And you're right. Like it, when there's money involved, people, it changes people's perspectives. And it should.
0: Mm-hmm. it should. Absolutely. Money's creepy, dude.
1: It should. Money's creepy. You know, especially when it's my money and, and, you know, we're doing a thing. And so with somebody else. So I think, um, I just think it's fucking awesome. And like I said, I want to plan a trip out for Christmas. Like I was, I was thinking, you know, nice, cool Christmas in Arizona. It'd be like 60 degrees. Great.
0: Perfect time of year to run this whole Time has been because in about two months it's going to get fucking gross. I mean, we can't have mm-hmm. Coda on and Coda will be like, this place <laughs> fucking sucks. But also, Coda lives in Phoenix and Phoenix is hard to live. Well, he lives
1: near Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Phoenix is
0: w- way hotter. But mm-hmm.
1: yeah, right now it's the perfect time of year. So I'm thinking do that, like even fucking camp out, you know? We should have a house built by then too, but you can camp oh, in the yard. I don't know. Yeah. I just imagine like doing some fucking like weird. Jim Morrison stretches or so, like sort of a healthy Jim Morrison vibe. Like I don't <laughs> healthy really want to, Jim Morrison. You've been in California too long, dude.
0: Just, what's John like? Oh, he's like a healthy Jim Morrison.
1: <laughs> um, but I definitely want to check out the desert, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, and, in a way that because the last time I was there for your wedding was like you're shit faced. I was yeah. You're shit show. You're shit faced. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. You're Abercrombie and bitch. That was mm-hmm. you. <laughs> Jesus. what's up i'm and bitch i feel like i need to um to make some amends to your sister-in-law to make oh no sister. she thought that what? was
0: funny as hell dude but i was just talking about that the other night mm. <clears> so <throat> i guess <throat> the point <throat> of all this is is what is can't never did a thing so don't storm to capital
1: y'all mm-hmm. basically don't, i mean drink i mean that's that's the, if that's the metaphor if the um you know if you don't you don't, if I am my own capital and I don't, I don't pour whiskey on it. I don't fucking drink that. I don't know. I that. That's that metaphor. Oh, I get part st- right away. Really um,
0: stretching there.
1: <laughs> no, but, but I really do think that this is, we see, we see resentments in everyday life. We live them. We have them. It doesn't have to be alcohol related. Yes. No one's and, free of them.
0: I don't care how far down the program you are. You will never be free of them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You just have to learn how to cope with them right in a positive way but i don't think you'll ever be free of them
1: and you know i don't think that the world is going to listen to your mother even though i agree with her that you know if the 12 steps were taught in a way yes. mm-hmm. in schools for kids you know i mean i don't know i don't know what plans you have for your child and being like olive step one you know like are and you powerless kind of over pokemon <laughs> powerless over anime I don't it's animal
0: that. crossing now are you powerless over animal crossing
1: oh uh, i haven't played i don't have a switch but um she's I, getting one i want to get one
0: for her birthday
1: <laughs> oh nice she loves it my
0: sister has animal crossing and my sister just straight jack just took the switch i'm like olive you gotta let your uh your aunt play with the switch and i was like i know man i just gotta get four more clamshells
1: See, or whatever it they, is, they're yeah. hooked Yeah, oh, it was a little raccoon fishing in the lake or whatever's Got, going on mm-hmm. there. Gotta yeah. get a
0: gotta get four more fossils or whatever to trade mm. them in for iron,
1: right? Um, I get it,
0: I get it though. I'm like, I get I gotta it, gotta get that forge up, dude. You gotta get <laughs> the fucking pike, get that iron pike. You're the leader.
1: <laughs> it's like a kid's arc or whatever.
0: Is that the game? It's you're nothing playing? like it, but that's what I'm the, trying to relate to. Right. Yeah, I'm like, listen, right. you get a forge up, you can start making ammunition. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. and we have a fuck our. we're playing seven days to die you get enough ammo dude you run them zombies dude.
1: but i mean it takes it takes time and it takes work and it takes effort all of these things right and mm-hmm. so so what is my problem today what is my little resentment today that i need to deal with and um yeah i think everybody somebody was i was having a conversation with someone and they were saying they were talking about how they were so angry all the time and that sometimes the rage would just come to them. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, dude, you have fucking resentments. I was like, every single time you bring up one of your old bosses, you just immediately get angry. And I'm like, well, one, you were a bartender, you know, for decades. And our whole job was to suppress our rage for the stupidity. Oftentimes of our guests, no offense yes. to guests, doesn't matter. We're probably not gonna have restaurants ever again, but whatever.
0: Right, and I doubt a lot of bar guests are listening to a recovery podcast. <laughs> right, exactly. Maybe there are quite a Maybe. few, actually. Uh, you,
1: right. Y'all need you know? to quit
0: drinking, <laughs> can't moderate, knock that shit off, you're not right? moderating.
1: Yeah. There's no, no, um, and uh, and so I think that that all that suppressed rage had nowhere to go and you don't deal with it. And I was telling him, I was like, look, dude, these are resentments that you're holding inside and you have to let them go and he's like i understand the philosophy and it occurred to me and i was like yeah you know what and i kind of i was like well here's the application i was like it's called step 4 and 5 <laughs> you know <laughs> great that person must have really loved that they must have well, like they were receptive to the idea and so i didn't give them the big book um, Right. Obviously, because that's like I'm not gonna. well I'm gonna need you to sit down. And we're gonna read 164 pages. So I'm gonna need you to get down on your knees with me. Oh, good and, lord! <laughs> you know, like <laughs> all that shit. I've done that shit too, uh, and I'm like, so have I. So have I. Not to um, get on my
0: knees, part man. Can I just sit here and pray? Come on, man.
1: Come on. Hey, my my sponsor was like, "Are you allergic to kneeling?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck no." All right, let's do this. But let's do it. But I just said yeah. you need to write it down, and then. He's like, oh, okay. And that sounded all right. And then I was like, then you need to share it with somebody you trust. He was like, Pfft. and I was like, I know, but if you don't give utterance to it, if you don't share it with somebody, then it still lives inside of you. And if it still lives inside of you, it's not going to stop making you angry. So if, yeah. you're, if you're angry because of some boss from 2004, still, yeah. still.
0: Dude, that was a long time ago.
1: that was a long ass time ago yeah so i just said here and i gave them the um i gave them the the tell 12 steps and traditions Mm -hmm. is that what it's called yeah the 12 and 12 yeah 12 and 12 i can't yeah did they run away from you i would have been
0: like why are you giving me all this especially if it's an old bartender friend who's probably not sober (laughs) it's like why are you giving me all this
1: shit well so they are sober they but not through any program just right just so your will. I just said. I, Iron said well, I said you don't need to read this whole thing, but check out four and five, and I'm telling you that that is the application of this philosophy that you say
0: mm-hmm.
1: that you understand. Yeah. <clears throat> so if you want to get rid of the anger and the rage that shows up unannounced, it doesn't. We know mm-hmm. it doesn't show up unannounced. We know as alcoholics, we know exactly that it's a fucking resentment that we we cling to out of some egoic um desire to Mm -hmm. to i don't know angry to fucking feel superior feel superior feel above it thank you that's what it is so if i have someone to be angry because usually
0: you're angry because you you feel like you're in the right because you're better than so there or you feel like you've been wronged and you deserve better than being wrong the way you were so
1: it's 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 entitlement it's Mm -hmm fucking what did you just say it's entitlement it's superiority superiority mm-hmm. um it's egotistical and that's what all the resentments are and i said look mm-hmm. that's so this is the application so from now on i don't want to fucking hear about it basically i was just like here's the homework <laughs> that you need to do i said i'm happy to listen mm-hmm. i'm not here to preach and i'm not your therapist but i'll you know basically i was like i'll listen to your fifth step right you know, but you like here's another.
0: I got another great research for you. It's called A's for Alcoholic Podcast. Uh, Give it a listen, and if you could rate and review it, that'd be super re- helpful. If you could rate and review my podcast, it'll um, help you out a lot with your resentments. It, <laughs>
1: Plus, rate will. and review
0: it. Rate and review it. Smash that like button.
1: Subscribe. Subscribe, dude. A, subscribe. You know, and we also have a Patreon page at patreoncom slash hey, Listen, five buddy. bucks
0: goes a long way. Five <laughs> bucks goes a long way. <laughs> like i'm eating the mangoes i'm eating the fucking fruit out of the tree in my front yard that's what i'm living off of right now so so <laughs> mango it's <laughs> like a mango grow they give a mango tree in your oh, yard you know what oh, i mean though
1: yes you're i You're like do. i'm living
0: off the pears that grow i wa-
1: i mean i wouldn't say i was only but i was like eating a lot of nectarines and peaches there yeah in the nectarines like, are
0: good as fuck but still yeah. you're like hey i'm saving a couple bucks the pandemic's rough I'll help you out that four-step. <laughs>
1: so, so I I, I told him. I told them, I said, look, I'll listen, but you yeah. know, but that's, that's what's going to help you. So yeah. do it or if don't. If you're holding
0: a resentment against someone you worked with 10 longer than like, fuck, 2004, what is that? 16 years, 17 16 years, years, almost 20 years ago. Boom. Mm-hmm. There's a guy I work with that I absolutely hated with all my heart. I've had no change. I still hate the guy, but I don't hold it against him though. At this point, I've just accepted that he is what he is. Am I enlightened? No, because I still don't like the guy. So I'm still holding a resentment on him, you know, but I still, I, at least I'm at a point where I can see it and be like, Oh, Jerry, this is going to be dead. If you focus on this too much, it's going to be really detrimental to your mental health. You know, these, well, even these tiny day-to-day resentments will fuck you up, dude. You gotta be careful with them, dude.
1: They're the worst. It's there's yeah. a Bukowski poem about the broken shoelace. Yeah. I don't know. Not
0: familiar. It,
1: um, you would he, be able
0: to I, refer it if you hadn't have sold all your books.
1: <laughs> it was, it was a rough time in March. Um, I, uh, like uh, he, he, he garnered me a couple hundred bucks, I think. Um, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, it was basically saying that it's not the big things. It's not the, it's not the end of the world. It's the broken shoelace that will make you snap. Right. Was the basic gist of the, that's point.
0: why you always hear that in a share when they say the day I relapse is just like any other day. Mm -hmm. it's just a Tuesday it's not the big things it's all the little things and it's not the big things that fuck me up in my day it's all the little things compounded together yeah you know yeah yeah stupid things that don't even mean anything that are the ones that send me over the edge you know what I mean and just ruin my day because I let that I allow it Mm -hmm. I allow and I hold on to it poison myself instead of just putting it down and experiencing life
1: I think that's part of this whole program this whole thing is like that we've learned that you and I at least you know again again we don't apply it all the time but it's no that i'm sort horrible at it nip it in the bud oh mm-hmm. okay well all right it got a hold of me well let's just let it go unless it's hard it. as
0: fuck to let go too especially when you're intentionally trying to let it go it's hard mm-hmm. so my wife would be like let it go dude let it go we'll just return it to amazon jerry i'm like no this is the third pair of fucking pants that i've had to return in two weeks because nothing fits and she's like let it go man let it go you know and i intentionally have to like picture myself dropping it or i'm just gonna yeah because I've been ordering because all my shit's in storage I don't know where anything is so like I've been running in like you know like swim trunks practically you know because I have no clothes to wear to fucking run in and work out in so I've been ordering pants from Amazon like all the brands I all the Mm -hmm. same shit I ordered before but I've been ordering them like in mediums when they serve me better to be a small because a medium means the phone wings around my pocket and hits me in the balls and then my dad's like, wear a fanny pack and put the phone in that. And I'm like, that's already too much fabric. I don't need a whole fanny pack just to put my phone in. I just need so, a pocket that zips up, that doesn't wing around and hit me in the balls. I'm not wearing one of those weird arm things
1: either. I'm not from the future. So this is all I have. It's one little pouch. Nah. It's got a zipper. It straps nah. on. I don't mm-hmm. think about it. I, a, it works for you, right?
0: But it don't work for me, man. I All just right. need a pocket. I just need a pocket that zips up, right? But anyway, what I'm trying to say is, I ordered the pants. There are no zip-up pocket. I had to return shit. It was like fucking tragedy. It was a tragedy. It was so furious. And my wife's like, "You need to let this go, dude." You know, what because I had them? done it three times in a row, and mm-hmm. it kept getting. The third time, Amazon fucked up and sent me the wrong item. So, right. Anyway, what were you gonna ask me?
1: What is uh, Amazon's resentment return policy?
0: I don't know. <laughs> Yo Bezos, pay your fucking people better, dude. Um, they're not ants, Bezos. You make too mm-hmm. much money. You need to break yourself.
1: Seriously. Yeah,
0: mochaté, um, mochaté, mocha break mocha it off. Mochaté, bro, give us all some money. Um, yeah. Just give it to us too. I don't want you to just I don't want to have to earn it. Just give it to just me. Just give it to me. Am I not an American? Anyway.
1: <laughs> but hey, I well, okay. So, so back to that. Uh-huh. so it's it's an absolute tragedy and you fucking get frustrated and furious frustrated and it furious your day.
0: it's going to ruin my day it's got i'm gonna mm-hmm. be pissed off all day because one thing didn't go the way i needed it to go mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i gotta let go gotta do like an elsa let it drop go. that resentment because Kant never did a thing johnny
1: mm-hmm. and you know so that's i do the do the quick in my mind you know four through nine okay i mean you got it you
0: got it locked up like that huh? that fast that you're no, like no right. but i know what you mean i'm just fucking with you because you made, you well, even just, made a I, rolodex sound effect where you're like like a rolodex okay. turning
1: yeah you know? well i mean as long as it takes because it's better it's better for me to spend my day working on getting rid of the resentment than just sitting in it like a fucking absolutely dude <laughs> You know what I mean. what do we
0: do what do we talk about starting your day at a detriment or a deficit that's just adding a deficit to your day, and all you have is that one day. Mm-hmm. So, why put a deficit on it? And this is—I should—I should absolutely download this one podcast and listen to it, because I'm well, saying all this I, shit to myself. I need to be practicing,
1: and I'm saying well, telling
0: the world or or all of our five listeners to do that shit. You know,
1: there's like there's like 105, I think. Thank I think. you, all
0: 105.
1: Check and thank me on you, my shit. If you honestly, follow me on Instagram and you see me being weird, check me on my shit. So it's like this. It's I might like get this. Mad, if you, speaking of shit, if you had to take a shit, Jerry, yeah, you don't. You you don't hold it in. You no. when you hold it in, it starts to hurt. And so yeah. would you just? But you get up. You do the process of going to the bathroom yeah. and evacuating your bowels. You don't shit your pants and then sit so in this it all day. This
0: is your metaphor for letting sh- for for resentments. dropping resentments yeah. yeah i got a squatty potty for christmas too so good for
1: it's, you it's, things it's have been important.
0: pretty rad dude i've been pooping but I mean, like a jungle person sh- yeah
1: but you wouldn't shit your pants and walk around in it all day oh no, and
0: then like make everybody else have to deal <laughs> have with to it smell yes, it yeah I see what you're doing here and it's good <laughs> yeah.
1: good you know what i mean you have to yeah. go to the bathroom mm-hmm. and fucking evacuate the resentments you know mm-hmm. remove yourself from the situation mm-hmm. evacuate the resentments yeah put a little Lysol on it, make sure you clean everything up and then right. you feel better. And you're like,
0: wow, I feel wait, so wait, wait, much wait, wait. better.
1: You want me to spray Lysol on the turd? No, <laughs> I don't think that's, that's weird and gross. Yeah. There's so many people out there are so
0: bummed out right now. They're like, listen <sighs> to us trying to find some insight. And we just talk about poo for the last six well, minutes. I think that's a great analogy though. No, but, but you that's... do have a great point because if you don't go to the bathroom, you end up getting a stomachache. In the end, if you keep holding it in forever, you end up getting infections mm-hmm. and harming your body and getting sepsis.
1: And you go poop your
0: pants. And you go poop your pants. And so resentments
1: are just pooping your brain. Basically, yeah, yeah, you don't want Mr. Poopy Brain.
0: And if you're pooping your brain pants, it's you're making everybody else smell the anger all day uh, and deal with all the reverberating waves of your resentment and anger. And then mm-hmm. according to AA and actually some people I've met personally, you drink over it. You do. You actually, uh, I th- I believe you do. I believe you poison yourself so hard that you're like, well, time to get back in the fucking lifeboat, the escape hatch.
1: Back in the saddle again to bring in Boom. Some Aerosmith. Um, oh, that is Aerosmith, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's old Aerosmith. But, um, but yeah, man, because, because you just can't take it anymore because because you're a fucking alcoholic. And so you just drink. Yes. Yeah. I need to have some relief now. Fuck it. Drunks, drunks gone drink, dude yeah that's what we do that that, um don't ask me why that's a billy joel song
0: is that what it's every every drunk must have
1: his drink yeah Mm -hmm. don't ask me why so i think when i when i think of can't never did a thing it's absolutely true and it's a block and it's it's like can't and i was thinking about this i think last night i was rolling it over and i was as i as i was brushing my teeth before bed um which is something that took me a very long time as an adult to get myself to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, and still I have resistance sometimes where I'm like, ah, I'm already, it's just go just do put it.
0: It in this Laffy Taffy mouthpiece and let's just yeah. get it done with. Right? I stole that from another podcast, but it made me laugh every time I think of it. But yeah.
1: Um, but I was thinking about the, the level of resistance that I put in my own head and that like, I can't do it. And so is it that you can't do it or is it that you don't know how, It's, it's seemingly too hard. It's seemingly too tedious. You are making up excuses that you don't have enough time, but you don't have a fucking job. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Is that me? Or is that you?
0: That's me. That was my alarm set for what we were going to do the podcast at three
1: before. So do you know what I mean? So all these things, and then when I start to think about it, it's like, oh, it's not that I can't, It's that I won't, and I'm just putting all these fucking roadblocks up for myself. So To make it easier and harder for yourself, yeah.
0: To make it it easier to say no. Yeah,
1: to make it easier to say no, but to make it harder to do the
0: thing you're supposed Mm -hmm. to do. Yeah.
1: So I think that that applies, again, going back to all the shit that's happening in the world and why Mm -hmm. it's important to, and, you know, your mother's, you know, comment about teaching it to people not, you know, with an alcoholic you know, the alcohol problem, just learn how to cope with life. Yeah. yeah, Practice these principles in all our affairs. And I go, Oh, Oh, okay. That's what that means. And I don't, I'm not, I'm not in this situation anymore, but it's something that I think a lot of people, if not every single person listening can probably relate to is the, the issues of being in traffic and getting angry in traffic. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a good and relatively, um, easy and harmless and um it's just an easy way to apply these steps of yeah. dealing with resentments because oh fucking guy blah 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 and it's like well wait a second do you know what i mean like it's a it's a very low risk way of applying the steps and getting used to them and putting yeah. them into practice so that when something big comes up you can actually deal with right. it when it's important because
0: well and you got to realize you're not in traffic you are traffic baby
1: jerry in it. that's you are fucking, dude, that's there it is i think that's um i
0: think i stole that from a movie though this is not a genius pearl from jerry's about that i i know i've taken that from somewhere you you, you Some got movie that from like, like you ain't in traffic you are traffic baby and i probably got it from like
1: taxi. chris sucker and rush hour too exactly yeah that is no genius pearl on my end there i wish it were still smash still, that like button <laughs> still i think that um that that is, uh, that's, that's a great way to put it. And it's important yeah. to know that I am traffic. So I need to get out of my own way, Jerry.
0: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> um, Absolutely. I do want to um do a plug for another please podcast. Do. Yeah. We don't do we ads go. at
0: the beginning anymore. So we yeah, don't do
1: ads. Do I used to do ads. Green Camel um, Press. D- Dot com. Dot com. <clears throat> So we were on this podcast once before and we are back on right now. And yeah. um, I think by the time you hear this, they will have um, moved on to another one, but you can find it in their feed. But VHS, V-H-U-S, mm-hmm. uh, Dirk Marshall, uh, His he grew up in a video store. He loves mm-hmm. horror movies, sci-fi movies, all that kind of shit. And so he had us come on and we watched a movie called Phil the Alien, which I don't know if you can find. If you want to watch it, you can uh it was very entertaining it might be on
0: youtube as a free link i think that's how we watched it was on youtube
1: we watched it on youtube but i don't know if it's available to the public or not no um, i don't know but it was this low budget uh sci-fi movie. i thought it was gonna be awful
0: and it turned out to be actually really funny i was like this movie's gonna suck dude Mm -hmm. and then i i started watching it and was like this is really kind of well written like this is
1: funny ass Mm -hmm. movie Mm -hmm. yeah it was good and basically an alien comes to earth and has to deal with and i guess he gets drunk and then becomes right. comes becomes addicted. like an
0: alcoholic i guess but mm-hmm. it all takes place over the course of like two weeks so right but everything's amplified because it's a comedy i mean we're right. not looking at real representation of the alcoholic experience or anything necessary it's all mostly played out for laughs but
1: but there was some stuff in there and so so we we're on it uh vhs
0: yeah we we're Bill on the it. alien
1: if you want to mm-hmm. listen to us blather some more if you haven't gotten enough already Right. Um, and you want to hear it in a different context <clears throat> but yeah man I mean you are the traffic I yeah. am the traffic
0: I am so. the Eggman
1: <laughs> Cuckoo Cachoo Cuckoo Cachoo buddy um, right on
0: All All right.
1: I'll talk to you next week
0: yeah stay out of traffic
1: thanks again for listening our music as always is by Neglect you can find more of his stuff at neglect.bandcamp.com and you can find us
0: on all social media platforms that matter. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can reach us at alcoholic at gmail.com. Talk to you later. Yeah.